forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever. I'm sorry, yo, what's going on? Yeah, I'm over here. I had to, I had to burp. Oh, real quick. So I didn't want that to be caught. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Well, I'm sharing, but not really, cause I had to kind of like contain it. But it's your girl, Miss Kaylee G, alongside also one for T Storm. That's a lot of information you gave in the first four seconds of this of our show. Well, what do you mean? It's a lot of information. Thank you. Hey. I had to burp, so rather than me burp on the air or belch or whatever, I. You know, I had to. You didn't want to just let it go. No, I didn't want to just let it go. Let it fly. Okay. No, no, no. All right. So, All right. what's going on, Storm? I'm well. I'm well. I'm on yourself. How you feeling today? I'm living. I'm good. Yeah, Chilling. Yeah. I'm waiting for the weather to break. It hasn't been warm enough to bring the air conditioners down yet. No, I don't like the air conditioners. What? I don't. I no. Are you a tropical I person do and not, don't like AC? I do not like. Well, you rather sweat? I yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm not a fan of the air conditioners because I get sick. I end up with a cold in the summer. So who the hell wants to have a cold in the summer? This is true. That's not fun. Got you. Okay. All right. So I don't like it at all. So, but oh well. So for those of you that don't know, but actually, almost everyone should know at this point. This week marked um on the 31st marked the 25 years since the passing of Selena Quintanilla. She was a very famous, very well-known um Tejana Mexican-American artist and you know what well, her music was really inspiring and the reason I bring it up is because me being as a matter of fact I I, I still kind of find it difficult to identify or kind of like figure out exactly Afro-Latina? No. Because I've been, what is it that you, I, a lot of people are kind of against that. I'm Garifuna, Hispanic, Latina. I, I don't know. Okay. But just let's, being let's, Latina. Let, well, let me let me help unpack that real quick. Unpack it. Um, you're, you're dark skin. Right. Like like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, your folks got to Honduras the same way my folks got to America. Right. The slave trade. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means your roots are where? From Africa. Okay, okay, so. All right, fine. So you being, happen to speak Spanish. Yes, I, I happen to be to speak Spanish. That's all that means. But being um being Afro Latina and having Selena in my life growing up uh, was very important to me. As a matter of fact, one of her songs that I remember very clearly, "Dreaming of You," um, was a very like very beautiful song. I absolutely loved, it. and it was one song that oftentimes, <laughs> like if if I had a crush on a boy. Uh huh. Going up is like it's like kind of like the song that I would like sing to myself to sleep. Really? It's like you're yeah, just thinking about the boy. <laughs> and I, I know it's corny or whatever. Very. Very corny, but whatever. It was my younger years. Um, but I remember when coming home from school, mommy told me, my mom, you know, she gave me the news about Selena's passing. At the time, I like I knew about her, but I'm like, okay, Selena, Selena, trying to figure out the name, you know, kind of like connect the name with the music. Right. And then when I heard the music, like it was, it was, it was a really sad day. One of her other songs, um, Como La Flor, I like the flower, you know, when you translate it. Um, it was it was something very beautiful. Uh, Selena is someone that, you know, being, being a Hispanic woman, she brought a lot. She broke a lot of barriers. She didn't really care about, you know, what a lot of people said about her life. And it was something very important to me because I was still kind of transitioning into the world of hip-hop. Wow. I, I didn't discover hip-hop until I was like about... 
12 years old. So your 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 folks didn't play what so okay, so you grew up on reggae, calypso, caribbean stuff. Uh-huh. And Mex- Mexican a lot of so, Mexican okay. artists. So your your, your dad played more, more of the reggae stuff. Yes. Your mom played more of the the Latin ba- ballads. Ballads. Yes. Okay, what was what's the style of music? What what would it be called? Baladas. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah. Just ballads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like rancheras with. <laughs> I mean, I'm because I'm like, thinking like 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 reggae has roots in culture, it has mm-hmm. you know all these different subgenres within the genre. If yeah, you will. no, I mean. with mommy, like when my mom would put play her Spanish music, it was all love music, it was all sad stuff and all of that, and so that's what I would listen to with my mother. With my dad, it was more of like the reggae calypso, the punta, and um, going back to the whole Selena thing. One of her other songs that I remember was Bidi Bidi Bam Bam. Um, and it's another love story. Like that's the thing. A lot of her BD BD Bomb Bomb is a love story. Yeah, it's kind of like how your heart beats. And oh, her, she's talking okay. about like every time I see the guy, every time I see the boy, this is how my heart beats. You know, ah, BD BD Bomb Bomb. And that's the thing with Selena. All of her songs were hit songs. Like every song you hear, just just the little bit of the intro that you hear, you already knew what that what the title of that song was. So. We are all remembering Selena, 25 years of her passing. She is still very much missed, um, you know, so her Your legacy continues. Song. Your favorite song out of... Um, my favorite song? Oh, Lord, that's kind of hard to pinpoint. But I would say probably Dreaming of You. Dreaming of You, okay. Yeah, Dreaming of You, because I'm actually trying to teach that's what, to hear. That's one of her English songs. I know, it's one of her English songs. Um, La Carcacha is another one, which is talking about um, the guys like Beat Up Car. Okay. Like she would call the car La Carcacha. Um, Apartamento 512, apartment 512. There was a guy that she was interested in, and so he lived in apartment 512. Uh-huh. And she thought that he was going out with another chick that was in the apartment, but it turns out that that was his sister. Okay. Um. So it was and, it it was yeah like those all of her songs were all like love stories. It, they were all love songs, and so I'm okay. trying to like kind of like show teach Tahir those songs. All I know of, of Selena, honestly, is. The movie J Lo, yes, J Lo. I mean, and, I, and I'm f- I'm vaguely familiar with some of the music, mm-hmm. but Selena was the um, the Jackson. Her family uh-huh. was like out my Jackson Five. Ah, basically. Okay. Yeah, that's the best way that I can compare it. That there, because she was that big. Yes, yeah, she was that big, okay. and she ended up being the Michael Jackson of the group. Oh, so Selena was a group and not just no. It was Selena. It was Selena y los Dinos. Okay. The Dean Los Dinos was like the whole band was the family. Like her her gotcha. sister played the drums. Okay. You know, her her dad was the manager and he was the guy that put everything together. And based off of the movie, they had to practice and things like that. So she didn't really have like a social life. So I think that was like the best way that I could compare it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was it was interesting. But Selena lives on and she is missed. In other news. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um this Thursday, oh my God! This week, this week, I am so so excited. Like last year, I can't believe it's been, it's been that long that I'm saying last year. How to get away with murder? Yeah, <sighs> it's coming back. It's Six. the final. They're saying it's the final season. Yeah, and honestly, but well, you don't believe them? 
I don't, <laughs> but then but then at the same time, it's like, you know what? It, it does have to be the final season because a lot of important characters have died, have been Listen, killed when it's the off. end, they start offing everybody. Yeah. Go Sopranos style. Yeah. The last season of Sopranos, the last couple of seasons of Sopranos, they killed everybody. All the main characters, they killed yeah. everybody. I never watched Sopranos. I did. I got so, into it kind of late, but yeah. it was... It was you should watch it now. We should. We we have time. We get, can catch up. Yeah, we sure as hell do have time. But Wait, but yeah. So this this is a little clip. I'm Professor Annalise Keating, and this is Criminal Law 100, mm. or as I prefer to call it, How to Get Away with Murder. This picture's up. Let's settle. Whenever you're ready. I don't think that you're ever ready for a goodbye. And I'm not ready to say goodbye. <laughs> I'm really not ready to say goodbye. Listen, so last year when they ended the previous season and it was like, oh, I'm like, okay. It the, was it the previous season? This is this is still the, what it was, okay. it season six? Yes, it's season six. This is still part of season six. It's just the last right. six Right, well, the, the last six episodes. But the last few episodes, I'm like, okay, well, it might come back, you know, with summer break, it'll come back in September. When they said April of 2020, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I have to wait that long yeah. to find out who killed Annalise Keating. And the way that that last episode ended, I'm like, there were, there's going to be like so many twists and turns that I'm going to be tuning in on Thursday. And as a matter of fact, no interruptions. I don't want anybody interrupting me. <laughs> nobody, nobody call me. Like I've said this to my mother before, mm. like last year when she, she was like, oh, your show is more important. I'm like, don't no, you, you can't call me. I tapped out. I can't keep up. Well, that's the thing. You stopped watching. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed some of the show. I enjoyed a lot of the show. Mm -hmm. the, but, I, it, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's like with Shonda Rhimes, is, you know, the creator of the show. If you missed one episode or two episodes, you've missed too much. Because there's like, so it, much. It wasn't like that with Scandal. But this is different. How to Get Away with Murder is and I like, different. I, I do like the fact that they did tie Scandal and How to Get Away. Yes, in, yes, in yes. The episode. crossover episode. Yeah, maybe they'll bring Old Girl back. Um, I hope so. Olivia Pope will making a, a guest I hope so. appearance. I, I really episode. do. Because seeing two black women, that episode, two black women taking the stand like that and fighting for a cause, that episode was absolutely wonderful. I, I absolutely. So I'm going to be tuning in on Thursday. Storm may or may not be tuning in with me. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But don't, I'm we'll just see. putting it out there. I think it's coming at 10, 9 central. Don't call me. <laughs> don't text me because I will not be answering. Got Maybe you. I'll do a live oh, you feed work? or something like that. But I'm going to just oh, let you know. I'm going to be focused on the show. How are you going to do live and focus on the show then? I don't know. We'll figure it See, out. See, that's not going to we'll work figure, out. Come Thursday. Come Thursday. We'll figure it out. I can dig it. In other news. <laughs> so, yo, so we've been watching the show um, Tiger King on Oh, Lord Netflix. Jesus Christ. Speaking of how to get away with murder. <laughs> um, so, it, it's a absolutely fascinating. I, I was kind of, we both kind of late on it because people talking about it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was, wasn't going to watch it, but then I'm like, oh my God, everybody's talking about it. Let's see what it's about. And it ended up, it ended up not being what I thought it was going. It ended up being something else. <laughs> yeah, it's a train wreck. But good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is Sarge. He was like a mythical character living out in the middle of Bumduff, Oklahoma, who owned twelve hundred tigers and lions and bears and shit. Come here, love me. <laughs> Matt Spokin, good looking, love to party and have fun. I don't think we're done blowing shit up today. I don't figure you are. <laughs> 
They have a heart and a soul and a mind. I've learned from them. But Carol Baskin keeps saying, I can't have these tigers. If he ever had an enemy in his life, it was Carol Baskin. Carol hey, Baskin. Cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Carol is the Mother Teresa of cats. We will end the private possession of these cats. This is my way of living, and nobody's going to tell me any otherwise. Yo, it's, it's nuts. So, uh, okay, there's no such thing as a spoiler because this was in the news. Yes. You already know dude is in jail. Like, he went to jail while for, he was what shooting. What was it, for 19 counts, I think it was? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, so something of- initially, he went to jail for uh, um, uh, conspiracy, mm-hmm. uh, murder, uh, for, uh, murder for murder hire. Murder for hire, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went to jail while they were shooting the show. this documentary. The documentary, yep. I think yep. it's... It's nuts. Yep. It's nuts. Uh, and the chick, Carol Baskin, she looked she, crazy. She does. She got crazy eyes. She does. There's rumors that she killed her husband. Not and even, fed him to the tigers. And fed him because she has, yeah. Um, as a result of the popularity of this show. Yes. They are looking to possibly reopen the case. As a no, matter of, it's it's not. It's never closed. It was never closed because there is is not a homicidal case. They're it saying is a, that, well, they, no, no, okay, no, they're not calling the, it a homicide. The, chief, the sheriff, he said that they they're looking at it more so like a missing persons case. Yeah, but because they, the body never no showed body, up, there's no it. body, so but it's she, like they don't know. The wife, the kid, the chick, Carol. What's her name? Carol, Carol Baskin. She um, declared him. So that what what okay so <laughs> this is so wild, so he disappeared. Her husband was rich. Well, he had he gone. Disa- he disappeared. Right, right, and um, it had to be what they said. It had to be five years before mm-hmm. you could five. Decla- yeah, yeah, before you could collect what was it life insurance before you could declare before she could declare him dead from right. you know mm-hmm. and she five did- years one, one day. day. She declared, she declared so him she dead. Could get his buddy, you know. It's, you know, it's nuts. that woman. Oh my god! It was so, crazy. So there's, got, there's got to be a Tiger King two. There's because gonna have to be. with uh, because uh, well, if they're still following her around, probably mm-hmm. as a result of this show being so popular. I, yeah, because I mean, as a, as a matter of fact, the sheriff, sheriff of Cronister, he tweeted a cryptic message. He said that since at Netflix and the whole, you know, COVID-19 and quarantine thing, um, it's made Tiger King all the rage. He said he figured it would be a good time to ask for new leads. Basically if saying... You, if you see something, say something. Right. You know, if you know where Jack Don Lewis is, you know, contact someone, contact the Hillsborough County it Sheriff's is, Office it is the, with any leads. It is the best train wreck you will ever see. Listen... We were watching it, and there was times, there was certain things that we would see on there, and Storm and I would look at each other like, did you see? <laughs> Yo, the Scarface dude. Yo. There's a dude that was like, you know, he believed oh my that gosh. Scarface was like, He's Tony based on him. Was based on, it was right. based on right. him and his father, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And he says, so there's a, <laughs> there's a scene in Scarface where they cut up some bodies, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and they ask him on camera, it was like, Yo, did you did you shoot him in the head and cut up the bodies? He's like, well, you know, yeah, I cut him up, but I didn't shoot him. But right, I, you know, no, he's I, like, I burned him. I burned him. I burned, I burned him. him, but I didn't shoot him. I didn't shoot him. Like I did. I, I did. Yeah, I did it. But you yo, know. Storm and I just looked at you like, did he really just he say confessed. that? I mean, because he's already he's already going to jail. Right. 
Double Jeopardy. Yeah, you already got me. So it was it, it was a very interesting documentary. I I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed it because I'm like what? Because I'm thinking I'm like okay, what is everybody talking about? What is this Tiger King? I thought it was just a documentary about a guy that's in love with tigers and you know big cats and whatnot. And then when you watch it from the very beginning to the Say very end, what? It's it was crazy. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Everybody on there looked like they got. <laughs> Everybody. It is the best trailer trash stuff you've seen. And the way that I look at it is like they're all basically criminals. They're They're all criminals no matter how fancy their zoo is or whatever. They're all... They all have these animals hustling. in cages. They're all hustling. Which is what I don't understand with Carol Baskin. So she's like, oh, we're cat rescuing. But you have these she animals wants, in cages as well. You have people to paying to come in yeah. to take pictures with. You basically just want to be the top boss of the whole situation. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. She going to, she, like, like Joe said, karma. Karma, yeah. He's, he's, and he's squealing about it. Unfortunately, he's at the very top of the whole karma chain. But everybody's going to get what's coming to them. He was a gun nut, uh, a, a polygamous gay dude. With you know, it's just, but then it turns out that the two guys he was married to, they wasn't gay. Okay, listen, they were young too. They was gay, man. I don't know what you talking about? Like, okay, I, everybody. Okay, they, yeah, they have call, call you have to they watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. They can say they wasn't. After you have to fact, watch it. I, I talked about it with my sister, and it's like she's watching it. Like a whole bunch of people that I know, friends, coworkers, and all that, they're watching it also. So yeah. let's see what happens. Maybe they'll do a part two. In other news. So, okay. Remember earlier, back in like in March or mm-hmm. February, whatever it was, when Public Enemy had this um, feud, Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Right, uh, right, right. Public Enemy was doing a, um, they were backing Bernie Sanders. Right. And they were doing some sort of, uh, um, benefit, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, fundraiser, right? Yes, I remember. And Flavor Flav publicly criticized it and was like, I'm not with this. Yeah, because they were using Bernie Sanders' campaign. They were using the music, I think right. it was. And mm-hmm. they were performing. And right. They actually performed. And, okay. And Flavor Flav was like, I'm not with that. Stop using it. And sent the cease and desist. And it mm-hmm. was this back and forth between him and Chuck D. Right. Um, and where ultimately, on, on, on social media, um, it was sending nasty little letters or whatever, and Chuck D publicly fired Flavor Flav oh. from from Public Enemy. Oh, well, and, that's the thing. When it's on Twitter and social media, then you know it's well, it has to be true. And, and Flav was like, "Yo, you can't fire me. I'm not an employee. I'm uh-huh. a, you know I'm a founding this that da, da da. You can't have Public Enemy without me. Da da da. This and, and it was it was this it was this really nasty thing that we talked about in at least in the media. Right. Talked about it for at least a week, week and a half, whatever. It was just it was just juicy, right? Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, um, Chuck D says that that firing was staged to promote a new song and album. What? Yeah, he got a new record called "Food as a Machine." Um, it's check. Oh, here's here's a little piece of the song. Not to die by the weapon, formerly known as food. Hell, not to die. Sugar, sugar, who you talking to? Dirty water, who be loving you? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Public Enemy. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of Public Enemy. I even like some of their later stuff, like the when they did the soundtrack for um, Spike Lee movie. Um, do, no, not do the right do. thing. The, um, the, the basketball movie. 
Oh shit! I I can't remember. He got game. Right, right, right. He got game. Yes. I I I enjoyed that album as well. Right. Um. Ah, I gotta put a little more time in on this one. I'm curious to hear what the rest of it. But basically, all that to say. Well, it's true. Like, cause a lot, a lot of times, you know, celebrities or whatever, they'll they'll do stuff like this, and you know, and get you to believe one thing, and then boom, it ends up being something else. Well, I mean, Chuck D don't necessarily do stuff like that, though. Mm. You know, what I'm saying he's like grown man, like I ain't right. with the, I ain't with the games type yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But I saw a poster, um, a, a friend of mine, a Facebook friend of mine. We all uh, know DJ Hurricane. From yes, yes. We, as a matter of fact, we was watching the the documentary about Jam Master J. Jam Master J's murder. Good yep. friends, good friends with with, with Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, Hurricane um, posted. He said, "Me and Chuck quote me and Chuck spoke, and he told me the whole dispute was fake." He said, "Kane, nobody knows about this, but a few don't say nothing until April 1st. and here we go." But why would Hurricane come out and say something now? Because like, it's April first. <sighs> you couldn't say nothing before now. Yeah, see. Like why open your mouth at all? Why not wait until he told him not to. He told him like don't say Chuck D told told him don't say nothing until now. Don't say nothing until you know. And and here it is. And it's in pitchfork. This the the, the so the, it was it was just all a plan from the very beginning they with the whole used, Bernie Sanders thing. I don't know all it's, of that. See, I, I need weird. I need a follow up on this. I need to know like where 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 else is this gonna lead? Because I'm like it's, it's, I have a lot of questions. It's weird. I mean, he didn't necessarily call it. He didn't necessarily call it a hoax or an April Fools, but they basically just used like he sees it was something like if you know that the media just hones in on negative stuff, right, right, use them for what they do, right. And well, that's, what, that's true, and that's what they did. That's true. So, can you fault them? No. Hey, like I said, look for that new PE album. Yes, I'm sure also, you're gonna be listening to. I'm it. Gonna, be gonna be checking it out. Also on April first, April Fool's Day. Yes, our son. It's not a joke. Not a joke. Seriously, um, uh, our son's birthday. Is yes, man, child number two. Man, child number two, Tyler. That's what we going. That's that's the, that's our nicknames. Man, child number one. Man, child number two. <laughs> and then then the other one, man, child number three. Right. Jesus. It was who steady says, "Hey, I can't wait to be grown." I'm like, yes, slow down. but then when you tell him, you know, this is what you have to do to be an adult. He's like, "Oh, I don't have a mustache, so I can't have a job." And I'm like, what? Right. Anyway, we want to say happy birthday to man child number two, also known as our beloved Tyler. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, homie. Wah. What? How old is he now? He's old enough to get the hell out. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Old enough to get the hell out. <laughs> oh, All of you. Get the hell out. <laughs> Including man child number three. Take him with you, too. Go, too. You eat too much. All cost, of y'all. costing me some money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> In other news. So, you had a conversation with our son. Yes. So, in the midst of this whole quarantine thing going on, um, I was getting Tahir ready for bed. And so, he, he gives me a hug. I noticed that he was very upset. And I asked him, I was like, well, you know, Tahir, what's going on? And he starts pouting, you know, putting the sad face. And he's like, mommy, I miss my cousins. He's like, I want to go to my cousin's house and play with them. And I miss my friends. And he gives me a hug. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, how do I explain to him what's going on? I never thought, you know, that I would have to explain to a three-year-old what's going on. Well, here's the thing that 
and and we have a I actually have a clip of a conversation I had on that same night. Right. Um. In fact, let me just play. Here's what he said when I asked him what he said to mommy, and this is what he told me. Okay, let's try it again. I told mommy about about Barack Obama and the pre and and trumpet. And trumpet. Yes. What about trumpet? Who's trumpet? Trumpet is the bad president. Wow, is he? Yes, and he's in that TV. Oh, he's you see do you see trumpet in the TV? Yes. Uh, what does trumpet say? I don't know. No, why, I, no, why did you, you say he's a Why bad did you president? say that he's a bad president? Because he 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 he's not letting us go outside to see our cousins. Oh. But who did you say was the good president? Oh, Rock Obama. Oh, really? Why? Why is he the good president? Because he's gonna let us go outside to see our cousins. Yeah. Yes. I can't disagree with you. You can't. I won't. You won't. Nope. Why? Because trumpet is not really good. But we do need to stay inside for now. Okay. So the fact that he calls Trump. Trumpet. Oh, that's his name now. It's absolutely hilarious because that's all he does is make noise. Yeah, and that's his name from that's here on. He I, I'm call, that's what I'm calling him from here on out. Trumpet. That's that's his name. I, I like oh, that. God. I'm gonna give it. But but that goes to show, you know, he's three. Right. Right. And they pick up on, and we don't talk politics to no. our three year old. He no. picks up on stuff that he sees on the news, and sees mm -hmm. on TV. Like he's like he said, trumpet lives in the TV. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. He went on to say something. <laughs> he went on to say a little more. This is this is, I, and I'll play the rest of this. Just check it out. And, but what what about what about trumpet? Because trumpet has to get out of there, but Barack Obama has to get in there. Well, but he, he he has to get back in the old trumpet house. He has to get back in in the president house. And you know, there are a lot of people that agree with you right now. There are yes. a lot of people that wish we had Barack Obama back in office right now, but that's not possible. Yeah. Again, this is not prompted. No, it I was did, not. Did not it was coach not. him on saying any of this. Nope. This is stuff a three-year-old came up with yeah. on his own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So how do you talk to young children about what's I, I know. What's going on, and with, and then politics is right. tied up in it as well, right. you know. So, uh, one of our friends that you know we used to work with, she posted something on Facebook where she said that um, her son, who is the same age as Tahir, he's three, he's three, um, told her, you know, he's like, I miss my friends. I want to, you know, I want to go and play with my friends. Yeah. And so it's like because now these kids are so young that they're used to a certain routine. Right. And when you take them out of that routine for one day, two days, or three days, is you know, it's no, it's nothing big but when it becomes a week or two weeks it's like how do you explain that to almost them a, it's, it's almost gonna, it's gonna be a month a month and a half and yeah. then one of my other cousins um her son is a year younger than tahir he's two she's noticed that you know he was behaving a little bit differently you know saying he was behaving a little oddly and it was because of this whole situation is going on and so it's like how do you explain something like this to your kids when especially when they are that young right i mean i there's no one answer to this. I guess no. mm -mm. Yeah, every child has their own interpretations, interpretations and and process it diff you know differently than the other. You know, kid, but kids are smart. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Tahir, our, our, our three year old, he's a very bright kid. Um, he 
again, he picked up on his own from me watching the news that Trump is telling us to stay in the house. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yep. And that Barack Obama wouldn't have us stay in the house. <laughs> You know, if it was if Barack was in the office, right? He would let us go play because with Barack would have gotten on the matter, you a know, beforehand earlier. a lot earlier. And, and that's a whole nother discussion. That, that but definitely he's is. spot on. It's, yeah. it's amazing. We also talked about the fact that there'll be a new president right. in November. Right. God willing, there'll be a new president in in November, yeah. and you know things will be different. You know? Yes, but again. It's you know it's it's one of those things I never thought I would have to talk to yeah me neither you know a three year old yeah because that's the thing like you think all right he's three he's not gonna take notice he's just gonna continue to go on with his day but no they pick up they don't they pick up yeah. on they pick up on what's going on they pick up on what on your vibe your as vibe well. your energy mm-hmm. you know if yep. if if you're bummed out and sad about it they pick up on that as well but yep. then they also have their own feelings about it like yeah you know he also missed going to school as yeah, well yeah he misses he's his friends his teachers he, he expressed he missed his teachers he wanted mm-hmm. to be, he wants to go back to school he wants right. to you know go visit people's houses go go to our, you know my, uh, my brother's house and right. see his cousins um and it's hard it really is it's really hard. I don't. I don't have an. I don't have an answer for this. No, I really don't. And I, I'm. I'd be curious to hear from you know, those of you that are listening, um, if you have younger children, if you have small children, how, how do you, how have you explained or talked to your kids about what's going on with social distancing mm-hmm. and self quarantine? Yes. And, pandemic and all those different things like you know because we, we explain as best as we can age appropriate right hey you know this this thing's happening we have to stay away from certain places we can't do some of the things that we used to do for right now right but we'll but later on we'll go back to our cousin's house we'll be mm-hmm. able to go play and do different things you know but you know he and i that was my movie buddy yeah we went to the movie me, me and ty ever go to the movies together now mm-hmm. you know he knows the movie theater is our house right we got these new movies that come up yeah as a matter of fact he asked me for two bags of popcorn today right <laughs> right 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 he's so, like i want more popcorn I'm like what do you think this is a concession stand like, <laughs> chill well, out it's one of those things man like you you, you know you, it, it's <sighs> the new norm yeah and you know you're not ready for it no you're not you're not, not ready for it no. at all, Mm-mm. you know. So again, um, hit us. Um, Let for, us know how do you talk. How do you talk? Forever, to ever, D O T C O M on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Um, and uh, let us know what you you know what y'all doing with your kids. I'm, I'm I'm really curious to see. So am I because I'm still trying to you know figure out how to talk to him and try to get him through the day. You understand? Because we, even though we're both at home, we still do have we two have different. Work. We still have to work, and we still do have two different schedules. So right. it's a matter of still trying to keep him entertained and kind of, in a way, still have him with the same flow that he was following while he was in school. Yeah, you know. So, but the good thing is that he is able to talk to his cousins, his aunts, and grandmothers via you know FaceTime, video chat, and, right. and whatnot. So thank yeah. God for that yeah. technology. Even though I'm not a big technology head, but this is I one mean, of those times he, where he is. He's got you lapped. Yeah, on yeah. this one. Man. Yeah, so. but that's one of the things you know. In other news, so um before we break out, um it's also this week also uh, marks the one year mm-hmm. one year since um Nipsey Hussle passed away. Yep. Um, 
I didn't really know his music that well. I was more in, I. I was more impressed with his business acumen and the things that he was doing in his community. I was aware of some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's something I didn't know. Big Boy put up um, big shout out to shout out to Big Boy out on the West Coast. Um, he put this clip up of interview. Um, I didn't know that Nipsey was asked about portraying Snoop Dogg in the Straight Outta Compton movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. And looking at it, like, you know, thinking about it and looking at him, and, he, you know, if you hear Nipsey's voice or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm sh- he would have been a shoe He would have been real dope. But what happened? For that. Well, here's what he had to say about that. Did, uh, did Snoop hit, hit them up for you to play or hit you up for you to play Snoop Dogg's character in the movie? Yeah, Snoop called me. Um, before Snoop Ted called me, Snoop, one of his business partners. Yeah, hell yeah. Before Ted, um, Dre people had reached out. Before Dre people <laughs> hollered at F. Gary Gray, the, the director. Uh-huh. And I told them all the same thing. Like, And I ain't, you know, them dudes is icons and legends. Right. And them is the people I grew up listening to and looking up to. But, you know, I study branding. Uh-huh. And one of the laws is, you know, walking no great man shoes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't I do that. that. You know what I mean? As much as I love... <clears throat> Well, I won't say no names, but right. these NBA players that's dominant in the league that get compared to Jordan. Right, 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 right. You know, you got to look at why Kobe wore 24. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to look at why he wore 24 yeah, and what yeah, that yeah. says. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you know, I think I could have pulled it off right. authentic because mm-hmm. I grew up on Snoop and I know his lyrics by heart. And I, yeah, man. You know, we watch his lyrics by heart. And I, yeah, man. You know, we watch Snoop since he came out. I just feel like, you know, it's people in America, in the world, that might not have heard Nipsey Hussle yet. It might not have got exposed to what I'm doing yet. Amen. And that might be the first time they get exposed to right. it as an actor portraying Snoop. That's a hell of a, hell of a reason not to do it. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. And, you know, you got to think about that. Yeah. For So if you go back and think about the Biggie movie, mm-hmm. for those that didn't know, the cat that portrayed Biggie was a rapper named Gravy. Mm. Have okay. you heard any gravy music since? Nope. You won't. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And okay. So See, I didn't think about it like that. Right on. You and because you know you get you you can get you know pigeonholed mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, all I'm they, playing that specific role and all that. All yeah. they know you yep. is hey, that's the guy that played um, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and I remember when Biggie. when when we heard about what you know what had happened to Nipsey, we were actually still living in PA. Right at the time, and we were driving home, um, driving back home because we would always spend our weekends basically in New York, York, you know. So he was on our way home, and so it popped up on my phone, um, you know, what had happened to Nipsey. And so TMZ, of course, was the first ones to confirm it. And so it was crazy that TMZ, yeah, TMZ, dang on TMZ. So, but yeah, so it's you know very unfortunate, but his legacy will continue. Lauren London is you know making sure that she's putting in the work, and his whole family, you know, they doing what they got to do to continue to uplift his name. So yeah, um, we're gonna leave you with this. Here's a um a piece that I put together for Nipsey when he passed. Thank you for listening and again. Um, for EVA EVA D O T C O M on all socials, mm-hmm. um, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, our website, foreverever.com, the number four, E-V-A, E-V-A. I have a question. Yes. Before we go. What's that? With this whole quarantine thing. Yeah. Um, You've heard of the show 600 Pound Life? Uh, yeah, I'm very familiar. How is that going to work? Do I need to contact them or are they going to contact me because the way this situation is going, like, I need, yeah, I I need answers. Like. They gonna, they gonna are, contact they gonna, you. are they going to find? <laughs> are they going to come looking for me? Let's not, let's not go there. <laughs> 
Hey, y'all, y'all be safe. Peace. Deuces. I like Victory Lap. That's, Victory that's one of my favorite records. So breaking news now, rapper Nipsey Hussle has been shot and killed in Los Angeles. I remember we all had baggy clothes on. And I remember having a tattoo on your face meant you was a level four prison resident. What what changed that? The narrative of rap music. The, the, the message in hip-hop influenced the world. So this is the power of, of hip-hop. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. Our shots and then about an hour before the shooting, Nipsey tweeted, having strong enemies is a blessing. No other explanation. I realize we don't eat it as a family that much. Holidays we do out here, but I realize, damn, that's that's where the bond takes yeah. place over the food, breaking bread with your family. Nah, I'm finna take it there. This time around, I'ma make it clear. Spoke some things into the universe and they're here. I feel sorry. Um, I, I, I got tears in my heart because I love Mr. Hustle. He's been good to a lot of people. So he's a good person. The 33-year-old was shot outside of his clothing shop called Marathon that he opened back in 2017. We've been through so many different tumultuous situations in the parking lot, but the purpose was to build. See, bro. You ain't living down by the street call. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Fuck, I wanna hear your CD phone. For being misjudged and misunderstood. Um, you know, it didn't stop us. You know, it did it wasn't it wasn't a brick wall, it was a speed bump, you know? And it was I embraced it as as, you know, the resistance, the gravity trying to do something great. Nipsey Hussle's debut studio album, Victory Lap, was nominated for Best Rap Album at this year's Grammy Awards. He was 33 years old. Victory Lap. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever, forever, 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 ever, forever, ever, forever, 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 ever. 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 Forever, forever, ever.